Welcome to the Trillium Flowcast, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and learn what it's like to have the confidence you want through every stage of the life of your operation. Welcome to this episode of Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. And today we're discussing ways to add value for customers and potential customers during these COVID constrained times with Frank Giholi, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Trillium. Frank, welcome. Thanks, Shelby. Appreciate the time. Well, I'm so glad to have you here because, you know, we want to learn a little bit more about, you know, operations there at Trillium. But so to start off our conversation, uh, I'd like to learn more about your role as Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing there at Trillium. You know, sales and marketing are two very different animals. And so what do you do at Trillium to make these two disciplines really complement each other so well? Well, you know, it's it's an interesting question, right? Marketing or sales, uh, sales or marketing. Um, you know, after 35 years or so in, in the industrial products industry, um, what I believe is is that uh, each has its role. And, uh, and the better aligned that sales and marketing are, very much like a relay team, uh, the better uh, collaboration and the better output comes out of both sides. Um, so we've, we've really tried to learn a little bit from our commercial marketing, uh, commercial markets cousins, and then apply some of those learnings to the industrial world. Um, and to me, obviously, it, it, it always starts with our customers uh, and our understanding of, of what our customers want. Um, of course, that has to flow through our strategic plan here at, uh, at Trillium and, and our product strategies. So I'm always uh, asking myself some questions. Uh, how can we improve our presence in front of customers? And how can we do a better job commercializing? our product strategies? Uh, how can we help our customers achieve their goals, whether it's improved efficiency, innovation, uh, lower installed costs? And then uh, with the team here, we want to marry the tools and align marketing and sales to help us uh, reach more customers in a world where face-to-face communications is extremely difficult and expensive at the same time. Well, uh, you know, you said it that being able to marry these two uh, is is certainly a challenge. Um, you know, Trillium as a company is a a resource for with over a hundred years of experience and lessons learned. So, how does Trillium share those lessons of experience with its customers and potential customers? Well, it's true. We we like to call ourselves a hundred uh, year old startup, and uh, we try to run our enterprise that way: uh, lower overheads, investing in our people, uh, our product, and uh, and highlighting our success stories and lessons learned. Uh, even with the pandemic, um, you know, we are still in one of the greatest historical transitions of generational talent. Uh, our customers are dealing with it. We're dealing with it. And uh, we are asking ourselves the same questions which our customers are, which is uh, how do we avoid relearning the same lessons we learned 25 years ago? 
Uh, how do we pass along and share those lessons learned and create value for our customers, for our audience? And we've been really focusing on highlighting great content and delivering it uh, in a more modern uh, and obviously a more virtual way than we were able to, uh, you know, just uh, a little over a year ago. Well, uh, you're speaking my language content and I, I you know, I um, wholeheartedly believe that the best way to uh, to sell is to market and to market is to educate. So you know, you're, you're talking about creating content uh, to support customers, you know, whether it's their processes or decision making. But so from an industry standpoint, why does creating content that informs rather than explicitly sells work better? So that those are those are really good questions. Um, you know, we we've uh, our challenge in 2020 and 21 is we can't turn up at the customer right now and expect to get an audience in the same way that we were able to uh, a year ago or a little over a year ago. Um, so we've had to, to look at what our content was uh, in the past and how we delivered it, which was, you know, vast majority of that was done in person. Uh, the vast majority of that was done via a, a PowerPoint of some type. Um, and we've been uh, trying to modernize uh, and professionalize that packaging of the content that we have because it's extremely valuable. Uh, and then push it out in different uh, different ways. So that might be social. Uh, it might be through some sort of news posts. Um, educational webinars have become very exciting to do for us. And, and I think we, we're getting better at that uh, as we learn and as we, uh, as we get repetition and lessons learned. And now, obviously, we're doing podcasts. I mean, who thought I was going to be doing a podcast a year ago? <laughs> uh, certainly not myself, but, uh, you know, that's fine. Um, uh, even uh, old dogs uh, need to learn those new tricks, right? Um, <laughs> you know, in the, in, in the future, uh, we hope to replace and replicate uh, things like large trade shows with virtual on-demand trade shows that uh, our customers uh, can use when they want to or uh, when needed. Um, and our sales teams and our marketing teams and our product ma uh, people can push people to to help explain how products work, uh, explode uh, diagrams, explode working instructions into their, uh, into their PC or, or whatever environment they have. And, uh, and help them uh, make decisions. Um, but we still have to realize, you know, that people buy from people and they tend to buy from people they trust. And this is something that we always have to keep in mind, right? Combining the on-demand with that in-person. Um, you mentioned this, you know, the concept of selling, right? Uh, and, and, you know, I, I know the, the, the word selling sometimes has a bad connotation, uh, at times, uh, especially when it's done poorly. Um, but uh, when I see sales done well, uh, it's providing the right information at the right time to the right person 
to help influence and inform a decision. Uh, building confidence happens through that process. And uh, when we're able to, you know, to work with our customers, uh, that is, you know, the way that they want to make their decisions. Um, so, you know, for example, even at the height of COVID, where we couldn't even leave our homes in some cases, uh, we were working with our customers in the original equipment and aftermarket worlds. Uh, delivering solutions to engineering problems remotely through MS Teams or Zoom, uh, visiting and troubleshooting uh, in some cases remotely with virtual reality uh, technology to help diagnose problems. And in some cases, helping our customers stay informed on their current orders uh, through you know, project milestone meetings so that our customers could really feel confident that we were helping them remain on uh, on their project schedules and that uh, they understood we were going to deliver the products on time uh, so that they could stay, uh, you know, on the timeline that they need to uh, uh, to achieve. I want to come back to what you're saying about in-person meetings, uh, but as a quick follow-up to what you're just saying about creating content, what do you say to that person that says, you know, we, I don't know how to create content. I mean, you know, I, uh, yes, I've got my, you know, my presentation, my deck slides that, you know, that I would uh, present to somebody in person, but I don't know how that becomes content. What do you say to them? Right. So that's that's where we need, you know, great ideas and, and modern marketing. Um, and and that's what we've been trying to do at, at Trillium Flow Technologies is uh, take the 100 plus years of content that we have. Uh, we have, you know, outstanding leaders in our businesses, whether they, they sit in Italy, whether they sit in uh, the UK or Fresno, California, or uh, right down here in, in Deer Park, Texas. Uh, the amount of knowledge that we have stored in the brains of our team uh, is just astonishing. Uh, and you know, marrying that with some of our new team members that really understand how to deliver content uh, in a similar way that maybe consumer products are delivered, um, that has enabled us to make some breakthroughs here in, in just the, the last year and become a bit more professional in that way. So, you know, I always say, hey, you don't have to know how to execute it. Just bring your technology, bring your knowledge and bring your experience and we'll tease that out of you, uh, and we'll get to uh, a, a deliverable that uh, that's valuable for our customers. Right. Well, I mean, and that's that's the thing is that all of this knowledge is in somebody's head. But if you just you know a five question you know Q and A is is an easy way to get some of that knowledge out of somebody uh, and onto you know onto a blog, you know, a great social media post. Uh, you know, perfect for, you know, for posting an article onto LinkedIn. Like there's a lot of methods to use this content that ordinarily you, you wouldn't necessarily think this is a piece of content that people want, but it's this shared knowledge in the industry that, that really makes the difference. Right. I, I agree, Shelby. And the more, uh, the more you practice that, uh, the more information starts to flow back and forth, the better we can do at this. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, none of us come from a communications background, right? Uh, we're, this is not our day job. Um, however, uh, through that back and forth with the customer, uh, we always try to find out what went well in our webinars and our educational sessions, uh, and then push that back into the next one. Uh, and the more often you do these types of environments, whether it be a podcast or whether it be a, uh, a virtual webinar or some, something like that, a Zoom meeting, the more confident you get. And, uh, and then that breeds, okay, well, that one went pretty well. Let's try another one. I have another idea. Or, you know, I had a, I had a conversation with a, with a customer who made a suggestion and, and that leads to, you know, maybe another rich vein of content. Exactly. And I, I, I can't say enough about, uh, podcasting as an avenue for showcasing that talent. Uh, you know, it's when we look at our podcast right now, you know, instead of referring someone to, you know, Trillium's website and, you know, basically landing on a contact form, that's, that's not a person. People buy from people, people sell to people. So, you know, by hearing not Trillium, a company, but, you know, Frank, this, you know, friendly, you know, guy that really knows his stuff at Trillium, that is a, a place, a person with a place. And, you know, you poise yourself as a content expert and an approachable person that, you know, when somebody has a question, they're much more likely to, to reach out. So that's my small evangelism for, uh, for podcasts. And, 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 you know, you, you're obviously a believer in that too, right? Hey, absolutely. You know, as I mentioned earlier in, in our chat, um, you know, the, um, the, the great uh, brain drain or, or this, this, this great transition from, uh, that, that we're undergoing uh, in the world of talent from, uh, from, you know, that, that really started well before the pandemic. And maybe we've had a bit of a pause, right, during the pandemic, but we'll come back very quickly uh, for our customers and, and for Trillium. Uh, yeah, as soon as things become uh, more opened up, we're going to be looking for, you know, younger people. Our customers are going to be hiring younger people. Uh, and they're going to be looking for mentors and they're looking, going to be looking for great content. And uh, these new tools that we have developed uh, over the last year and a half or so uh, are going to be available on demand. And, and uh, hopefully we, we've picked the right uh, topics and, and that can help us continue to improve. Definitely. So, Frank, what kind of results have you seen from this approach? Yeah, so you know, obviously, we have to uh, we have to talk to the customers, right? Uh, that's the that's the where everything begins and ends. Uh, we have to talk to them on their terms and in their environment, and whether it's uh, a visit, whether it's remote, or whether it's a combination of the two, your customers will tell you what you need. Uh, to do differently or what you need to do the same. Um, developing content for remote lunch and learns to help engineers keep up with their continuing education credits has been a, an interesting uh, thing that we've been able to do. Uh, so we want to continue to do that and make it on, uh, more on demand. But we also want to hear from, uh, from our customers uh, so that uh, we can get that content correctly produced. 
Um, we want to use social, you know, we want to promote our learning opportunities. It should be an event. It should be exciting. Um, of course, not every topic that we have in the industrial manufacturing of uh, valves and pumps is, you know, the most exciting thing. But um, when we're able to sit down with our customers uh, and our customers are pushing us to create new and varied content that addresses their immediate needs, uh, and whether that be, you know, a, a pump in a wastewater treatment plant, uh, a safety valve in, in a chemical plant, um, a remote service call offshore to help bring a service water pump uh, back into specification, uh, or helping design a, a new choke valve uh, on one of these uh, new floating uh, FPSOs. Um, those are all things that uh, that are exciting for us, and I think um, those are the things that we're going to continue to do. Uh, and we've been learning that uh, that these are uh, opportunities to communicate with our customers when we can't necessarily turn up and say hello and do it in person. So we're going to continue to uh, to innovate in that area, and uh, hopefully we do uh, we do it well, and and we continue to improve uh, on each occasion. Yeah. Well, coming back to what you're what we were talking about before with in person meetings. Um, you know, of course, before the pandemic, you know, those conferences and events were just part of the standard protocol. Uh, how has Trillium adapted from in-person to remote sales support? And what advice do you give uh, others from the lessons that you've learned along the way? Well, we've had to adapt, right? Our, 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 um, our customers have forced us to adapt. They still need to uh, run their plants. Uh, they still need to build a new plant or they need to put a, an addition, whether it be a de-bottlenecking or a brownfield uh, project on an existing site. They still have to do their business. So uh, that becomes the, the opportunity for us. Um, and, you know, uh, each customer is going to be a little different. Uh, their acceptance of on-site uh, is going to be a little different depending on the geography that you're in, uh, depending on the urgency of the situation. Um, sometimes you're going to be a, you're going to uh, be able to visit with with a little bit more leeway than others, uh, and in some cases you're going to have to innovate. Uh, so uh, you know we we have a a story where we were working on some check valves in Australia, and I had a service engineer sitting in Ipswich, Massachusetts, in the United States, wearing virtual reality goggles uh, to uh, actually see what was going on in front of the person who was uh, doing the service work in Australia. Uh, you know to to think that that is possible now. And and can you know be done easily, is is really remarkable. So uh, we hope to do more of that, and we hope to find that next idea that will make us even more important for our customers. Well, Frank, uh, as we uh, start to wrap up this episode, um, if our listeners have questions uh, about the content today, how can they reach out? So um, you know the easiest way to get us is uh, is to come through our website. 
We have a lot of contact information through the website and, you know, each of our facilities around the world are listed there. So depending on whether you're interested in talking to somebody about a control valve or a safety valve, uh, a wastewater pump or an API pump, uh, that's probably the quickest way. If you don't know us already, that's probably the quickest way to get to the right person. And uh, we're actually working on some really exciting things to innovate and uh, speed up that process so that we can get a, a person from, a, hey, I'd like to research something to talking to a, a Trillium expert, uh, you know, within a very short period of time, whether it be hours or certainly less than a day. Perfect. Well, Frank, thank you so much for joining us. It was great. It was really exciting, Shelby. Thanks for the opportunity. And thank you, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Flowcast, a Trillium Flow podcast. To stay on top of all things Trillium, subscribe to the podcast on Apple or your favorite podcast app to be notified whenever a new episode drops. Until next time, I'm Shelby Skirhawk.